Well, hello there and welcome to Own in the Evening. This is the Own Dog alongside Alma. Hello tonight. Good evening. We are ready to go with another exciting show. We've been, you know, we've been doing this now for over, I mean, close to 40 episodes and we've kind of got a routine down that has enabled us to maintain consistency here and you know I say that knowing that we missed our last episode but that's okay because we've done a good job here Alma at keeping this up right and your first topic this plays hand in hand to keeping the pace as we've been able to keep up the pace at least in regards to this aspect of our lives um, the show and so that's one spot where we're keeping the pace but life does have its ebbs and flows. Yep. And that's what you wanted to talk about here, yeah? Yeah. Um, you know, like you said, life has its ebbs and flows. And what we're in is a serious upswing in, like, moments needs of, with stuff that needs to get done. And, like, so much stuff needs to get done that the pace to get it all done is can be kind of brutal or it can be completely demotivating to the point where you aren't doing what you need to be doing as often as you can because it's just so much so fast and it's just wow just anxiety inducing for me okay well you know, I think for everybody, there is those or there are those pockets of time where life feels overwhelming. But at the same time, you know, we've been here before and we'll, I'm sure, be here again. You and I, sweetheart, I'm talking and we've made it through. But for whatever has you feeling overwhelmed now, I'm, I'm sure you've got this. But... At the same time, it is a real burn, isn't it? It really is. Like, like go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you know, you know, all those things, all those affirmations that I just said, you know, that you've gotten through the moments of your life that were tough before, you know, that you're making it through this one, you know, all of those things. And yet in the moments that burn, that pressure, that stress to keep up the pace is very real it really is and you know it it couples with the idea that you don't want regrets so you have to do it right the first time when you're doing it and it's just it's a lot of pressure to perform <laughs> a lot of pressure to perform well i think a lot of that pressure might be self-imposed, self yeah, like yeah. put on yourself. And I think that you might be stressing more than you need to right now. And I don't know, like this is kind of new. I don't know. I didn't know you were feeling stress of, um, of this type, like I, I didn't know this, so this is new, but whatever's overwhelming you, uh, we, we can fix it. Yeah, it's just, 
long days, early mornings, um, just, and it, it's like this nonstop pace to keep going, going, going. And it's just a change from what I'm used to. And it's a rough, a rough adjustment period right now for me. Cause it's just a lot of stuff to juggle and keep in my mind and focus on and not lose track of. And it feels overwhelming. Do you, do you have any methods? What are your, what are your organizational methods? Well, that comes right into our second topic, organizing my mind. Well, I didn't mean to step on the toes of our second topic, uh, but I guess they do kind of go hand in hand. It brings us here, but without getting in, well, you know, I guess we'll just bring the second topic in now since it's kind of, kind of combined thoughts. But yeah, what, what are you trying to do to keep these things organized? If you're feeling overwhelmed because you are struggling to get a number of things organized, then what strategies are you employing to organize those things? Well, that's where I want to go back to my journaling roots and start recording what I'm doing, what I'm not doing, you know, reflecting on that, how it can grow. I have a wonderful rocket book panda, panda planner that's all about like getting you motivated to do things and get out there and organize yourself so you can do them well. And that's kind of where I'm going to go with getting my mind on track is I'm going to follow like a journal and detail out my days so I'm more aware of where I'm spending my days. It's probably a good idea. I mean, it's worthwhile to know where your time is going because oftentimes it's not where you think it is. Uh, but beyond that, what kind of, well, have you put any more thought into the mental health tracker? And will that be a part of your organizational strategy? Yeah, I would like to get that mental health tracker built, you know, created, and then maybe make that my part of my regimen that I do, you know, daily. I don't think that would be too bad of a thing. Well, I don't think it'd be a bad thing at all. But as we've talked about, you know, each time we kind of start this conversation, it's only worth it's only worth it as far as you'll do it. So it shouldn't be anything that's too overly complicated or that adds a lot to what you're already doing. But if you've got something that you can work in to that system, if you've got something that you can work into your daily journaling that also kind of tracks and records those other things that we've been talking about, I think that would be really, really useful. And again, I think that it's something that would be useful if 
you could get it put together, something that you like that works for you and then share it with other people. That would be pretty cool. I, I enjoyed putting my first book out. It would be nice to put a second book out for mental health. Well, and this doesn't even have to be a, a book. It could just be like a two page PDF that you just fill in every day. Oh, yeah. You know, you might be complicating it more than it needs to be. Okay. Have you happened to look at anything else in that space that's already out there? You mean other mental health journals? Yeah. Yeah, I've looked at some. Um, they got some ideas from some. Uh, How big and elaborate are they? They're not that big. Like, one of them was 70 days um, to go through. So I didn't find that very long. Now, of that, was it 70 days of unique sheets or 70 pages of unique information that they created and put together? Or was it... 30 days worth of two pages. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it was, they tried to be unique, but there was only so much uniqueness to go around. I think it was like five unique pages that you'd cycle through each month. So design, design basically reflects five pages. Yeah. So that's what I mean. It doesn't have to be a book. You're not really creating a book. It may end up a book with 70 pages or 100 pages, but you're not making a book. You're making a method. Or attempting to make a method. Exactly. I don't know if that helps you. Just frame it in the right mental, you know with the right positioning. It's not as daunting as I'm going to write a book. So it doesn't need to be one of those things that is making you feel overwhelmed because you don't need to write a book. You're just going to make a mental health tracking page. Make it a one page thing. Do you think you could boil down all the information that would be helpful and useful into some one page fashion? Or do you think that there's a way that we could get the info that we want in a, in a grid? So then you've got, let's say a full month on a page and you've got 31 rows or 31 columns across, whatever the case may be. And then whatever your opposite rows or columns, you have, you know, check check things. Did I take my medicine? Did I do an affirmation? How was my mental health on a scale of one to five with five being, you know, detached or manic or depressed and one being a totally normal baseline day. Um, but then all the information for a month or a week or a 10 day period at a time is all on one sheet. So you can see gosh, there's a lot of times I didn't check off 
taking my medicine, obviously I'm, you know, I've got some issues there I've got to focus in and pay attention on. Remembering, of course, that this data is only as good as it will be generated, meaning that if you're not willing to fill in the sheet, then the data doesn't matter. But do you think it's something you could get onto one page like that? Maybe. Maybe in like one of your special programs. Well, I mean, forget about a program. Could you write something out on this piece of paper? Just across, you know, put your days of the month, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, all the way. And then down here, you've got, you know, medicine. Uh, did I drink how many cup, glasses of water? I right? can work on that with my rocket book. Yeah. I can yeah, just something. I can even throw together something that looks like what I'm thinking of with the idea that we can further finalize, dial in, and determine the columns and, and rows, right? The information that we want to track, but just figure if you can get it all on one page, forget about one page, not one page a day. You don't have to worry about filling in a page per day. You have to worry about filling in some check boxes. So at the end of the week or the end of the month, we have a, a, a large amount of good data. Data is good to work with. And I think that's hard if you go to... Whatever. I don't agree. Data's like... If you go to the doctor with the, that kind of data, they can really help you know what's going on better. Because, like, oftentimes you, they're like, how have you been sleeping? And I'm like, oh, I've had a couple days where I wasn't sleeping. Or, or they want specifics of what you're going through and how well you're sleeping. And I can't always give specifics. So this tracker thing would make getting those details a lot easier. That's kind of the idea behind it. Uh, a lot of the information, like you said, the doctor will ask for and you don't have it readily available. It's not something that you thought about or that you thought you should be tracking. And so part of this would be figuring out what are, what are the things that we should be tracking? Heck, maybe the next time you have an appointment with your doctor, maybe you ask your doctor, you know, what are the, some of the things that I really ought to be looking at on a day-to-day -day basis to make sure I'm not missing? Obviously, doctor, I know medication is one, right? But what else? And let her kind of give you her input because that would be useful. What are the things that she as a doctor is looking for from you as a patient? What are the questions, you know, that she's going to ask if you start having a manic swing one way or the other? If you swing into euphoria and mania or if you swing down into depression, what are some of the things she's going to ask? We know she's going to ask you about sleep. We know she's going to ask you about your uh, medication. What are some of the other things she's going to ask? Oh, she asks how... If I'm having nightmares, delusions, you Okay. Know. So all those things would be, you know, sleep. It could be how many hours. 
would you say it was good sleep? And forget about sleep trackers. Would you say it was good sleep? Yes or no. And then nightmares. Yes or no. Yeah, all those things, delusional thoughts. Yes or no. And the data is only as good as the data is. So you've got to be as the person filling it in. You've got to be as honest as you can be. But yeah, that, that's the type of information that I think we ought to be striving to get recorded. Okay. We will definitely work on that. Okay. Sounds like a plan. We will definitely work on that. I think that's honestly something that we should try to get done. There's no reason why we couldn't get it done this week. Like, I think next week on Own in the Evening Tuesday, we debut this new tracker. Wow. Okay. Let's do it. Should be easy, right? Got a whole week to work on it. Yeah. <laughs> Your face doesn't look very excited. <laughs> so you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> Alma's not very excited right now. Forget about it. We don't need to do that. I don't want to put anything on you that's going to pressure you, but it seems like something that should be should be easy for us to get together. So we'll figure it out. But it doesn't have to be next week. So don't stress. I'm not stressing. We can get it by next week. I think it sounds doable. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll figure that out. But who knows? We might not have time. All this time away from own dog you want to talk about. It's just, you know, getting a new friend, having neighbors across the street that want to hang out. It's it's shaking up the dynamic of the house that has been present for so many years. It's it's normally just us at home doing our thing, you know maybe not always hanging out together, but like just being around each other and each other's company. And now with the neighbor being a friend, I'm spending time with my friend and it feels like time away from own dog, which is so weird because for so long we've been so together and it's just, I'm missing my own dog. Well, I miss you too, but to be fair, it happens. I, I, I got nothing else to say but that. I, I miss you too. I wouldn't feel too bad, feel the right amount of bad. Obviously, you, your significant other you spend a good deal of time with, or hopefully, you know, a lot of folks work and they're away from one another more than they're together. We're blessed that we're not in that particular, in that boat. And as you mentioned, we've been very blessed to be here together and to, for me to be able to work from home and to be able to spend so much time in each other's presence has been a blessing. But for you to have a friend and get back out there and do some things. I think that's really good. 
I think that's good for you. And obviously, I think sharing you and your beautiful spirit and light with the world is a wonderful thing. And so as much as I miss you, I'm glad that you're getting out there and bringing some light to the world, my dear. I love your words. Thank you. Because we're so kind. Well, you're welcome. And yeah, it's okay. Time away is all right. I have had, you know, I don't get out a lot, but I've been out with friends and I've done things on the semi-occasional. So those are always kind of the same. I, it's hard to be away because we've become used to this routine. But at the same time, I always come back with an appreciation of having gone or the thing that we did because, yeah, it sucks to be away from you and the family. But at the same time, it was nice to see my friend. So I'd imagine that there's a lot of that going on for you. And I could totally appreciate it. I'm glad that you're, I'm glad you're stepping out into the world, Alma. Me too. I've, I've been isolated and hibernating for quite some time. So it's nice to take these baby steps out into the world. So, um, with that said, you know, I have been feeling that burn as well as, you know, the kids are gone more now because three out of four are in school and the little man, he does homeschool. So he's still here throughout the day. But at the same time, they've been going over and playing more with the with the neighbor's daughter. So they've made friends as well. And, you know, I've been I've had a, a fair clip of time here by myself preview of what life will be like at some point when you're a counselor Alma and the kids are all gone and I'm just here puttering around by myself well it's hard to think counselor Alma right but yeah that would that would shake up the routine every even more I'd have to leave the house to do that but by that point, you'll have had all the training that will make you ready for it. I gotcha. I, yeah, I tend to panic a little bit. So it's, it's hard to not worry about what's coming up with getting back in school and, you know, all of that and how I'll adjust and how being bipolar in school is going to help me adjust like that's a whole different ball game and one I'm not sure I'm if I'll be ready for right it's it's uh, it's a hard one so I'm eagerly awaiting the next step to start the schooling which it comes up on the 18th, so only six days away. And that begins the process. So here's going, you know, Counselor Alma. Counselor Alma, the ball is rolling. The avalanche has begun. Can't stop it now. 
scale of one to 10, Alma, how excited are you? Oh, I'm like a nine, a 10. I'm pretty excited. Like this is, this is the dream, like to be able to raise a family that you're happy with. Right. And then continue that dream by further bettering yourself so you can do more nurturing, which is what being a family taught me was how to nurture well and take that nurturing out into a real job that will not only support the family, but hopefully help other people. So it's like, it's just this really awesome chance and I'm really excited for it. I think it's an amazing opportunity. I'm proud of you for taking the steps to get out there and try to make it happen. I'm proud of you for all you do, Alma. I'm excited for you. On a scale of one to 10, I'm a 10 excited. Maybe not the most excited I've ever been, but we're, we're up there uh, because I like to see you happy. And this is something that you've been talking about for a long time. And I'm stoked. I'm glad it's finally coming time. Like, it's, I know I've been talking about it and dreaming about it. And now that I'm making the active steps towards it, it's like walking down the golden path, you know, going to your dream job or your dream future. And it just, it feels so good. Good. Well, that's how we'll leave it then. That's a good own in the evening episode. I think uh, we hit on some things here tonight. Um, Alma, with you feeling the stress of the pacing of life and that kind of stuff. Keep me posted. I mean, we're here all the time. When you're feeling stressed, keep me involved. It's never out of the question. If you need a nap, you can get a nap. And perspective also can be gained because while you're struggling with what you feel are long days, I've been noticing that you've been taking afternoon naps and stuff. So I want to help either track so we've got a good idea of how things are working out in reality or help you, you know, help you find more opportunities to rest like you need to rest because as we've talked about on previous episodes and stuff, it's well known that when you hit the mania, your sleep schedule is kind of the first thing to go. You don't want to sleep when you're tired. You then swing into sleeping a lot more than technically you should. And so sleep with you is always a challenge, my dear. It is. It is a challenge. And I've, I don't know, I've been struggling lately to sleep. I'm going through a heavier sleep period, which I was going through a lighter sleep period. So I'm cycling, which makes sense. But maybe the extra sleep that I'm getting puts an even more crunch time on what I need to do in a day, which then makes me feel extra stressed. Do you think the solution is at the at the end of that? Do you think the solution is more sleep? Do you feel like you're under sleeping? No, I, I think my body knows what it needs. 
Like, I don't, I don't crash when I'm like high energy because I've got the high energy in me, but like, I know I need to sleep. So I don't know. It's, it's hard. Well, probably one of those things where if you were, you know, tracking your sleep in some fashion, it would be useful and helpful. Yeah. I've often thought about, this is a side note team, but I wear a, I have a watch that tracks my sleep. Alma does not have one. I've considered giving mine to Alma because we know my sleep is trash. Tracking it at this point, only confirming what we already know. But maybe if we give this to you, Alma, uh, we could get a better sense of how much you're actually sleeping. Oh, yeah. That would be interesting. So, side note. Possibly something we could talk about off the podcast, but hey, we're family. Mm -hmm. Just air it all out right here. So something to think about and swings back to our earlier conversation about the tracker as sleep is important. That would definitely be something that you should try to start tracking. So perhaps in the morning or whenever it is that you first wake up, the first thing you should do is make a note of how long you slept. Yeah. Just get in the habit. You could put it in. Uh, you've got a note application on your phone. You could put it in there. There are plenty of ways that you could record it. You could even pick up your phone and just do a voice memo. Text it to me. I'll, I can start trying to ask you and, and recording it that way, but just we should get in the mindset of recording how long you've slept each time you've slept. Yeah, that would be a good thing to do. That way, we're... We're armed with better information when the doctor does invariably ask you, as you've already observed, how are you sleeping? Yeah, I'd like that. Well, with that, I think that's as good a place as any to leave it, Alma. We've got a few takeaways, but no homework. I was teasing when I said you had to get it done by next week. I don't want to put any stress on Alma. Home dog's giving her projects. No. Alma, you're quiet tonight. I'm sorry. Are you tired? Yeah, a little bit. I'm low on energy. It does feel like a low energy night, so that's all right. It's been a pleasure to be here and do yet another Own in the Evening with you, my dear. I've enjoyed it very much. And for those hanging out, we appreciate you. If you want to catch us live as we record our podcast, you can catch us on Kick and YouTube. Own Dog Creates on either platform, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And yeah, we will be here. We hope you are too. So for Alma, this is the Own Dog. And uh, we'd love for you to make a great night and make somebody else's night great as well. And tell somebody you love them. Until we see you again, thanks for being you. Thanks for all you do. Keep owning the evening. <laughs>